Good morning and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're glad you're here. We don't feel like that anybody shows up on this call by accident. And, uh, and we are uh, privileged that you join us uh, each Wednesday morning. And we hope you continue to do so. If you're new to the call and here for the first time uh, and you would like to get a text reminder, if you want to, you can send me a text message to 318-613-4410 and I'll put you on our text reminder list. Um, this morning, I'll be leading our devotional, and uh, for the last two or three weeks, I've just really had something on my heart, and uh, that, that is forgiveness, and uh, I've just seen uh, some, some people that have been longtime friends uh, just get crossways with each other and, uh, and, you know, basically say, I'll never be your friend again and walk away just because of, you know, a disagreement. Uh, and that one happened to be in politics. But I just think that, honestly, the closer we get to this election that's coming up, I think that the more uh, we're going to have to look at forgiveness. I think there's a lot of uh, feelings out there uh, and a lot of uh, uh, beliefs that may be opposite of each other. Uh, but I just believe that, that as Christians, we're going to have to lead the way and, and show some forgiveness. So. I want to start out. I'm on uh, starting Matthew 18 and verse 21 through 35, and, and this is a parable. You know, it's a, it's a, about the unmerciful servant. Starting in 21, it says, "Then Peter came to and asked Jesus, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times?" Jesus answered, "I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times." Now, this is from the NIV version. If you're a King James version fan, you're going to know it says. 70 times 7, but I would urge you not to get caught up in that, that that's not the point here. It's the point that we should forgive, you know, more than just one time or more than seven times. So continuing in verse 23, therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was uh, brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay you back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servants fell to his knees, uh, and begged him, be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all your debt, all the debt of yours, because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had it on you. In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. Verse 35, this is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or your sister from the heart. You know, I think that there's some reasons that I thought about that, that sometimes we find it hard to forgive. Um, one is we don't feel like other people deserve to be forgiven. And, uh, you know, we forget that we were, you know, Christ forgave us for all of our sins. And, you know, we don't want to forgive, you know, we don't want to forgive somebody because they just don't deserve it because they, they've hurt somebody. 
uh, maybe that us or somebody that we love. And the other thing is sometimes, you know, we plan revenge, and revenge is sweet, you know. Uh, you know, you want to feel good about yourself again, and you think that getting revenge could be a way to do that. Um, sometimes there's something that's traumatic has happened, uh, and people say, I, I can't forgive again or I'll be unsafe, or they're worried that if they forgive again, uh, it means that they let their guard down and, and they just don't want to go through that. And another thing, it, uh, forgiving, uh, some people perceive as giving permission to somebody to keep doing what they, they've been doing. And so there's there's probably hundreds more reasons why people don't forgive. And, and I got to thinking about something that, that was just a, one of the most excellent uh, times that I've seen somebody forgive somebody. And uh, that was when this gentleman, Brant Jean, uh, publicly forgave uh, a Dallas police officer. And if you remember this uh, story, uh, uh, Brant Jean was on the stand after Amber Geiger, who had gone in the wrong apartment and shot uh, Brant's brother. He was a, Brant's brother was a 26-year-old accountant, and uh, this this lady walked in what she said she thought was her apartment. I'm not going to get into that, but she shot and killed his brother. And the judge uh, had already gone through the sentencing uh, of of the uh, uh, Miss Geiger, and uh, the family was getting up and, and speaking. And, and Brant got up on the stand, and, and if you ever get a chance to watch the video, I just feel like it was all heartfelt. It wasn't something that he had prepared or scripted out. And uh, but you could tell that uh, that God had led him to the point he was. And he said that if it was up to him, he wouldn't even have her put in jail. He wished no ill will on her, that he forgave her because he believed that's what God wanted to do. And you can hear in the background uh, Miss Geiger sobbing. And <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Gene turned around to the judge and says, can I give her a hug? And I, just from looking at the video, I think the judge probably shook her head or said no. He said, please, can I give her a hug? And the judge granted this. And for a minute, he held her in the courtroom. And uh, and you could just see almost the relief off of her shoulders. Uh, you know, it just it, it just a little weight fell off of her. And I looked at that and I said, "Man, that is just unbelievable." If I could be that kind of person and I could, be, you know, you know, do that, uh, that would just, you know, to me, that is how we can emulate Christ. And that day, I don't know how many lives that Brant touched, but he forgave and he did it publicly, not for show. He did it because he felt like what God wanted him to do. So if we don't forgive people, I think that we have to look at that. There's some consequences. And I think a lot of times that uh, if we've got somebody that we won't forgive, um, we can lose our walk with God. It's uh, when you're, you know, basically, uh, you know, hanging on to that. Uh, I believe it's hard to, to, you know, be close to God. If you're reading your Bible every day, I believe God's going to point out some reasons why you should forgive that person. In First John uh, four, uh, in First John four twenty and twenty one, it says, "If someone says I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen?" And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. So, you know, I think that if we're not careful, we can, we can, there can be a consequence of, of you know, not being in close fellowship with God because we're, we're you know, dealing with that. Um, I think sometimes that there's a loss of, you know, our health and vitality. Sometimes people get so 
caught up and everything and so stressed out. I've, I've heard people, you know, having ulcers. Uh, you know, I, I have a friend that, that was in the hospital for about four days because he had a bleeding ulcer, and it was all because uh, of some things of restructuring that happened at his job at an electrical company, and it just it got to him. He just, after two months of just being angry inside and, you know, and about who was promoted and who wasn't, he, it just really got to him. So it can be a health issue for you. And it can also be a loss of joy. And uh, a lot of times uh, we, uh, you know, we don't realize it, but, you know, we're in the middle of it. But sometimes that thing, the thing in us that's, you know, um, burning inside of us, you know, where we need to forgive somebody because somebody's done us wrong, we may not see it, but we don't have the joy we had before. And and we need to we need to make sure that, that we understand that it affects us to that point. And I always remember in Proverbs fifteen seventeen it says, better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred. And uh, to me that's just saying, hey, you know, if, if you got everything and you still hate, you don't have much, but you've got a lot more if you, you know, have a little measly plate of vegetables and you have love with that. So one other thing I thought about was, you know, there's a loss of freedom. You know, why is there a loss of freedom? Because you're consumed with the offender. Whoever offended you, you're, you become consumed with them many times. Uh, and when, when you do that, that's all you're focusing on. Uh, other things give. Your family may give. You know, relationships may, you know, give way. Uh, and, you know, because you're focusing on that person that offended you. And if you keep doing that, you're going to end up being controlled with that person. The person that, that offended you is controlling you. And because all you're doing is thinking about what they did wrong, and you're constantly thinking about, hey, how am I going to get them back up? You know, uh, you know, you just you just get so caught up in it that, that that controls you, and so you're being controlled by that person that hurt you. And then when it comes down to it, um, you know, you're you're conformed. You're just like that offender one. Uh, you know, you're doing exactly the same thing or wanting to do the same thing back to them, and you know, you turn into what you despise basically because you know you want to get them back and you're hanging on to it. But the good news about it is, is we've got a choice. You know, I mean, you look at God. I mean, that is the, the, you know, did someone to send their son to die on the cross for our sins, knowing what a sinful world we were, you know, but yet let his son die for our sins and, you know, and forgives us for that. And so we have the opportunity to be free of all that pain and, and uh, you know, uh, help other people and, and, you know, even the person that hurt as much as that's hard to to do, I, I think there's some opportunity there, um, and, and forgiveness puts us in a in a new future. Uh, you know, and and you just you know you need to think about it. Uh, you know, when somebody does something to you, do you want to you want to live in the past and what somebody did in the past and hang on to that, or do you want to live for what's going to be so great tomorrow and what can be great today? So. Um, I, I don't know um, if anybody else feels the way that I feel about all this, but I am really concerned that as Christians we're going to be really careful in the months to come uh, because uh, I, I just I think I see so much headbutting going on right now and and so many people getting you know uh, angry with each other uh, because they have different opinions about things and uh, when it comes down to it, uh, all that doesn't really matter. You know, as one of my good friends said, you know, if everybody get Jesus, we'd all be all right. 
And I fully believe that. So let me close this in prayer, and then we'll open it up for discussion. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this day, and I thank you for all that you do for us, dear God. Um, I just pray that you would help us and, and everyone on this call, that we would set an example, dear God, for, for you, and uh, that, that we would be a shining light in some of these dark days that I feel like it are coming. And Lord, I, I'm not saying that to be, make anybody fearful. I just believe that, that it's a time that we can start a small revival, if not a big revival, by the way we uh, show you. And I just pray that, that you would continue to be with this call, dear God. Uh, I know that every week you have whoever you want to show up on this call. And, and I just pray that you would continue to, to bless each and every person that calls in. Bless their families, dear God. We lift up uh, anything that's going on with them. You know what it is. Uh, dear God, we turn that over to you and know that you'll take care of it, dear God. Uh, I just pray that for the safety of everyone. A lot of people are starting to travel again, and uh, when they're out, I just pray that you would have your hand of protection on them. To be with us, dear God, we come back next week, and uh, and we look forward to praising you in the meantime. These things asking your name.